in the studio this morning with Security Savings Bank is Vice President Dorothy Ricketts. Good morning, Dorothy. Good morning, Vanessa. It's a bit of a dry feeling right now. No, we've had no precipitation, it I, feels like, in a long time. You know, and, and as much as I appreciate this mild weather, I do like snow a little bit, too, in <laughs> small doses. <laughs> sure, small doses like at Christmas. Right, Christmas Eve, maybe through Christmas morning. <laughs> there you go. Most people are like that. They like it right. at that time. Right. Well, let's talk about Christmas. It's the holiday season. It's travel season. Whole lot of possibilities to get your data. Catch us up. Yeah, well, you know, we this it's nothing new. We've talked about it previously, but um, when you travel, when you go to a gas station to fill with gas, for example, um, we always recommend that whatever form of payment, card payment that you use, that you take it inside to pay. It's not as easy, but... Um, the the travel when as you travel, gas stations are highly susceptible to having skimmers placed on their um, their their gas units. And skimmers they skimmers collect the information from your card. And once the information is collected, a counterfeit card can be created that can be used right away without your knowledge. This information is also sold on the dark web, so lots of different places can try to create a card with that information. If you go inside to pay, that's one step that can help in protecting your information. Um, you know, the other thing is is if you're ordering online for Christmas gifts, if you notice a lot of the um, more established online entities and, and some of the former brick-and-mortar stores um, that, that have a good online presence, they'll offer you codes to or place your order with so you're not actually putting in your credit card information but you're putting in a code that they have provided for you there's some background setup to get that done some certain credit cards also offer that as well if you set it up in the background with your credit card to begin with you can get a code for your purchases that you make so that your credit card information isn't crossing through the internet lines once you've done that original setup with with the purchase the the, the store that's providing or the the entity that provides your credit card so there are some ways to combat um, some of the, the, the fraud that's out there. Every every entity works on that all the time, but the bad guys work on it too, the bad actors, and they, they just they catch up pretty quickly. <laughs> A lot of people with uh, debit cards or credit cards are starting to receive their new cards in the mail, and they are um, called tap-to-pay. Tap-to-pay, contactless cards. That means you don't have to insert your card into the equipment that, that gets that information. You're just tapping and what happens with that is these contactless cards have a computer chip and a tiny antenna. And so, again, instead of sending your card information with the card number and the expiration date and other identifying data on it, there's a code that's generated that has um, the ability to contact your card issuer to, to, to process that payment. It's amazing to me that this can be done in seconds as it crosses over the, the transmission lines. Um, but again, it keeps you from having to insert your card. So it saves a little time for you and for the checkout person. That's part of the, the, the value of it to the merchants and, and to the users. But it also keeps that, that identifying information about your card from tr- going through the transmissions and being picked up or perhaps getting um, caught through a skimmer since you're no longer inserting it into a machine. I see people using them, and um, is it usable at most places? Like if you're at a gas station, uh, can you just tap to pay there? And then that's a good question. It, it is an upgrade in equipment for a lot of merchants, so it really truly depends on the merchant and how recently they have upgraded their equipment. Um, I've seen it, and I, I, 
I rarely buy gas at more than one or two places here locally in town, and so I've not seen it yet at gas stations. I don't travel that much to see it outside of the, the area, um, so so I really can't answer that piece. Okay. But it is the future. It it is, and 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 you know, on on um, credit cards, it's been around for a while. Um, debit cards are are moving towards it quickly. We, you'll see it more and more, I think, from sure. all the different banks. And you're you're friends with, um, uh, you know, Chris Gavin real well at Midwest yes. Bank. Yes, he was in here several months back showing us how you do it with a watch or yes. a cell phone, how you pay. Yes. Uh, with those devices. Yes, and that again is a tap to pay and it generates the the code instead of your card information crossing over. So it's 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 the wave of the future. I've yet to I, I have my card loaded, but I've yet to test the tap to pay. I have to find some um, merchant that's not very busy that will give me time to figure it out the first time. <laughs> I've actually seen that done. Yes. I, I was at a restaurant and uh, someone said to the attendant, This is my first time trying this you know, just making sure, they, and they turned to me and said, is it okay? I'm like, yep, I got to learn too. Can I watch? <laughs> yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, we. this is, um, you know, part of some of the changes in technology. Absolutely. Okay. So that is uh, something new with the, the card payments, mm-hmm. uh, the tap to pay or using your device. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is out there, Dorothy, that we want to be prepared for this holiday season and into the new year? And I have a few new ones I get to share with you this morning. Well, and, and I may say one that, that might be one of yours. You know, if you're ordering online and it sounds too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. And the newest um, variant of, of that is... Um, you probably read in the news or heard in the news about the smash and grab um, thieving rings that are, all, and especially in big cities, but but it's happening all over the country where they, they smash, they run in, they grab a lot of stuff. And they're actually the collectors for um, organizations, and I don't want to say organized crime because that has its own connotation, but, but for um, bad actors, again, who collect this, um, merchandise and then they sell it online and it's so easily done without being easily traced and in fact there is um, movement you know by the regulators you know the merchants are going to to our our legislators and the regulators and saying hey something's got to be done we're we're victims of crime here and and it's just going out and being sold to people and and i think well-meaning people we all search for the best deal when we're online because online gives us that capability and that information and that knowledge but what we're not seeing is whether or not it's stolen merchandise that we're buying sure and and so again i would i especially at christmas time i would tell people to always try to order from known companies you know the the larger merchant names or if you're through etsy where you know they're doing the background work and it's it's handcrafted items you know if you're just googling um an item and the first ad that pops up if it's not from a known entity it could be part of the these criminal gangs um that that you're contributing to their success and none of us want to contribute to that kind of success no well, in, in essence, we're buying counterfeit goods. Well, counterfeit or stolen. Right. You know, so so they may be the, the real item. Of course, there's a lot of counterfeits out there also. I've read some stories about that recently where people ordered, um, I'm going to use a pair of shoes, for example, and what they got was, yes, that that product, that pair of shoes, obviously used, obviously worn out. But when they tried to contest it through whatever purchase platform they used, they said, the, the seller said, well, you got 
what you said you wanted, you know, right. or what we said you were going to get. You got that brand of shoes. Just, you know, there's, so there's just, if it's too good to be true, don't fall for it. That's why I, even when I buy online what little bit I do, I, I don't always go for the cheapest one I see, just for that reason. Well, and last year at this time, everybody was trying to buy, I think it was PlayStation 5, uh, whatever the latest and greatest is, and they were getting a box of rocks. Yes, I've read those articles too. And you are right, the uh, victims of the smash and grab retailers, these are large entities, did approach uh, Congress uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. asking for some sort of assistance and help in, uh, in this crime wave. Right, right. It's... And we don't want to contribute to that. We don't want to help those actors. No. We're talking with uh, Dorothy Ricketts, who's a vice president with Security Savings Bank. She's one of our experts on scams and identity theft and how to protect ourselves. What else do you have, Dorothy? Well, I'll just say again, you know, we started out with traveling and and led into shopping. And and we, we tell our customers, always take more than one form of payment with you. Uh, debit cards um, are are unfortunately subject to fraud. As convenient as they are, they they are subject to fraud quite easily too. And a debit card can be shut down without a moment's notice if um, the monitoring systems detect uncommon, unusual, illogical activity. So we always warn people carry an extra form of payment with you, at least one. You know, if you're planning on using your debit card, have a credit card for backup or carry your ATM card so you can get to cash. Um, Carry your checkbook. Not a lot of places want to take checks anymore, but I mean, if you have some, carry cash, have some form of backup payment with you. A lot of this fraud takes place on weekends because, again, the bad actors know the banks aren't open. It's harder for people to control this. Um, so, So just be prepared for um, something happening. And if you don't use it, great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes. Uh, so a couple other ones that had, this one's going to be a huge one. It involves uh, phishing as well. And I'll have you get to phishing. Online gambling scams. As we all know, it's legalized in most states. Phishing scams are now targeting online gamblers, especially those who are new to online betting. Um So they're predicting in 2022, and this is from uh, Forbes, multiple uh, articles this morning, uh, they are uh, uh, predicting that gambling using stolen credit cards, hijacking an account, either through hacking or passwords or impersonating a legitimate casino will be how the hackers attempt to break into what they call digital wallets. Absolutely. And this is, again, another variant on an existing theme. Um, we see it happen whenever there is a catastrophe. There are bad actors who impersonate or emulate or imitate or uh, flat out fraudulently act as if they are a, a care a care organization to get donations. So online gambling is new. It's the big thing. And um, this one is, is extra frustrating because it preys on people who may have an issue and 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 don't handle it well so again they see something pop up oh yeah i've been looking at this this is probably legitimate and so they respond and answer and give their information because they have that that predisposition to want to gamble anyway whereas you know you or i get it we might go oh, i'm not interested in gambling Phew, that's gone type of thing but but it really it it's um it, it, people can lose a lot of money to it, but it falls back to the same thing, falling victim to something that looks like 
something you'd be interested in or something you think you've already done where the name is similar or it's spoofed to look exactly the same, just always, always um, pay attention. Don't respond right away to to offers and issues. If it's a good offer, it'll be there again type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing has to be done right at that moment. Okay. And with the online gambling, people have certain digital um bank account, uh, I shouldn't say bank accounts, digital places where their money is kept so they can receive the the cash payout. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say if Illinois wins, they get 100 bucks. But, it, you know, in order to bet on Illinois, you got to take from that same account and put down, right. say, 25 bucks, whatever it is. Right. Can that, is that going to be a problem in the future? Well, again, if you, if you get fished and you think you're providing your access information to the entity that needs it, yes, that's going to be a problem. Because again, ultimately, you're funding that through your bank account, or through a debit card, or through a credit card, or through Venmo, or through Cash App, or one of those places. You're funding it through a movement of cash. So if you're giving access to bad actors, they can start moving your cash out of your accounts, because you've basically given them the access to your your password, your username, that type of thing. And one of the largest 2022 uh, scams that will continue is going to be remote workers. They are one of the largest targets of data thieves because they're at home. Yes. And everything is done through email uh, or video call. Yes. And um, so that's going to be very hard on the tech guys as well. And, and, you know, at, at the bank, we have huge thick firewalls, and I'm sure that's not an accurate description of what a firewall should be, but it stops a lot of um, potential scams from even getting to us. I mean, we're we're aware of them, we're trained in them, but again, we don't even actually see them because our firewalls are set up so well, and that's about as much tech as I can tell you about that. But when you're working from home, you know, you're probably signing in to secure networks, but again, your your own computer may be vulnerable. Your own um, your your own online provider, um, internet provider, there may be some vulnerabilities there. Just because if you're like me, you're not an IT person and you're not sure exactly how to set it up or how it is set up unless you've paid some professional to come in and do that for you. So I just think the... Um, I, I, you don't want to live like this, but anything online, you have to be so suspicious. Yeah. You really have to double check and don't just automatically click on things. And we, we call it, you know, a second verification. There there are lots of stories of emails going to um, persons that purported to be from the president. Hey, I need this amount of money sent in this time frame. And usually it's a, it's a rush and send it here and have it wired. Well, that wired money can't be recovered. You just pick up the phone and call and verify with the person requesting it. A yep. voice-to-voice conversation is incredibly helpful in those circumstances. And be careful uh, on, on your phone yes. because there's a lot of text messages now that have uh, the phishing and or the malware. Um, yes. and, I, and I might not be pronouncing that correct or um, calling it by its correct name, but we're all here at the station even getting messages that say click here uh, to review your bank account or click here for this video about you. Um, you don't want to do it. And and I always tell people, if you're not sure, go to the site for your bank or for whatever entity, you know, if it's, it's, it's your power bill supposed to be, or if it's a bill you're expecting, go to that site and pull up the information there. Use your login there. Don't, don't click from the link. Okay. It's just much safer. Protect your, your equipment, your phone, your computers. It'll, from having to get fixed, replaced, you know, just just take that extra step. It's it's worth your peace of mind, your own money, and your security. 
Anything else, Dorothy, you want people to know? Just, just as always, be cautious. Okay. <laughs> Check with your banker if you have a question. <laughs> Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Vanessa. Dorothy Ricketts with us on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.